position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode number 317 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this Friday, the 20th of November, 2020, at 11.31 a.m. 100 hours, Pacific Coast, West Coast, Left Coast, Coast of the Most. This is going to be the shortest episode of this podcast that we've ever recorded. Crack Engineer Ivor Molina, over there in the booth, holding up the whiskey sign. That's right, Ivor. Fuck! Where's the whiskey? God, you're. Oh no, you fucking look at me like that. You're fired, Ivor. No fucking whiskey. Where's the whiskey? All right. Mmm. So, uh, yeah, Ivor's fired. Don't even. Mmm, whiskey sign, that's good. That would make it for our sequel, friends. 2020, uh, 11, 20. 11.33 a.m. Pacific Coast time. Left Coast, Coast with most. Um, shortest episode in podcast history for this show. Famous last words. We'll see who's laughing last. So, 
Let's get straight to our top stories. Mmm, first the whiskey. Ooh. Mm. All right. We have almost nothing for you this week. But we do have a lot of news. First off, in our top stories, happy birthday, Benoit Mendelbrot. For those of you who don't know what fucking the Mendelbrot set is, <laughs> you must not be a bowler. Um, Benoit Mendelbrot is the guy who invented the Mendelbrot set. In terms of fractalography, it is basically the only true fractal. Every, yeah, it's not, it's not technically true, but it is kind of technically true. It depends on how much we want to go into detail, and we don't have time this week because this is the shortest episode in history! But, for those of you who are interested in fractalography, I'm going to reveal to you one of my secrets that I, actually is not even a secret, it's just something I tell everyone about and have been telling everyone about for like a decade now. It's not a game, but uh, I assume you're running Linux, and if you're running any sort of modern Linux distribution that is not headless, like on a server, if you have a monitor attached to the Linux box in your house, and you're running a Debian-based system, or even actually, I think Arch should run it fine as well, there is a program that you need to get and it's one of my favorite programs of all time in terms of free and open source software it is called Zaos X-A-O-S so before we continue at all open up a terminal on your machine and apt get install X-A-O-S and then run it I've been using this program for well over 10 years now, now that I think about it, because I was still working at the bar. Zeos is one of the most feature-filled fractalography programs in the universe. Fractals by... Okay, so what... what okay. This is not a game, but I've sold art that I've done uh, from things that I've created in Zeos. I have captured hundreds of fucking images that are magnificent and bewildering and mysterious via Zeos. Zeos! Zeos! Zeos, come and I say it's a fucking boner. Zeos is a fractal program. So what is a fractal? A fractal... All a fractal is is an image that geometrically is composed... Well, okay, the fundamental basics of a fractal at its core, beyond mathematics, every aspect of the whole is represented in its parts. Self-similarity is fundamental to to fractals and fractalography. That's cool and everything. You know, blah. Benoit Mendelbrot 
invented fractals. And it's his birthday today. Thank you, Google, for saving my ass. Take out a piece of uh, paper. And you can do this by uh, following the tutorials in Zeos. Um, I've been using Zeos now for over 15 years, I think. Because now that I think about it, I was still at the bar with Dr. Death, aka Pinky, my HT, uh, not my HTC Vive, my um, Asus EPC, which I got. Uh, it was a netbook with a hard drive. And that's the computer that I really learned to code on. Um, Zeos open and open up Zeos. Well, okay, get out a piece of paper. You don't need a ruler for this or anything. It, it, hopefully, your piece of paper is lined. Like if you have like a, a, a I'm using a, a a little mini legal pad thing that I use to make shopping lists. In the middle of the paper, draw a line on like one of the lines. Then in the middle of that line, draw another line, subdividing those two lines in half. Then, subdivide the remaining and subdivide those halves in half. Now, from the middle subdivision, so like where you drew the line that divided the original horizontal line, draw a line in any direction on the left side of it. Then do the same on the right side of it. Try to, you know, keep them as close as possible. If you want to get anally retentive, you can do this with graph paper. Blah. You don't really need to. Then, from the end point of the lines that you just drew, draw another line going in any other direction. uh, Other than, you know, in continuance with the line, because that would just make it more of a line. You just be extending. You can go straight up or, you know, diagonally 30 degrees, however you want. And then do that on the other side. Try to keep them, you know, mirrored. Then divide those lines, the all of the lines that you just did, in half, and then try to mimic what you just did with the other two lines again, off of all of the vertices. And what you'll end up with is something that looks like a snowflake. Fractals. Okay, so Benoit Mendelbrot invented the Mendelbrot set. He basically invented fractals. Fractalography is important in numerous, I mean, fundamentally important, numerous applications and highlights more than anything else before we get into all the cool shit you can do with Zeos. Fractals are self-similar images. Each aspect of each aspect self-similar to the whole. Symmetry is fundamental to fractals. Yes, I'm drunk. Fuck you, Ivor. Zeos is the envy of the world in my humble opinion because no one has made a better, more feature-filled fractal program than Zeos. What can you do with Zeos? Well, when you open Zeos, 
It'll show you the metal bra set. By the way, if you don't know anything about fractals, do the tutorial in Zeos. It'll blow your mind. It's not that intuitive because it goes at its own pace. You can't control when you pause to reread anything, but it'll show you. And you do it enough times. Each time it takes like maybe five minutes to do the first initial tutorial. But it'll introduce you to what the Mandelbrot set is. And you've seen the Mandelbrot set. It looks like two giant circles that intersect like as in a Venn diagram with the inner uh, arc of the the intersection removed so that you have like a a big long arch and then an even bigger long arch and then on both ends there's like a vestigial tail and when you first look at it in Zeos you think oh wow that's whatever and you will always see this every time you open Zeos you will see the mental broth set because it's the really it's the only true fractal Mendelbrot invented this with graph paper. Fundamental to fractals in terms of practical applications and etc. are the questions of resolution, depth, repetition, programmatic complexity, and many other fun things. None of which really directly relate to gaming. Once you jump into Zeus, though, and then once you discover the other fractal formulae that you're able to do, and then once you learn what a Julia is, which is a thing that is unique, you can... So what would happen if you took a sample of a fractal and then made a fractal out of that sample? So instead of having a straight line as your basis and then feeding that into a mathematical formula that basically creates a beautiful symmetrical self-spiraling snowflake, what if you took a sample of it? Some weird twisted little part of it and then made a fractal out of that. So instead of a straight line, you're using the sample of the Mendelbrot set to create a new Mendelbrot but instead of a straight line, you use the um, I, I, don't, I don't know if linear geometry is the right word, but you use the the um, you use the sample as the basis instead of a straight line. This means that everything that you do in terms of Julia's is infinite, and you're probably it's statistically very likely that if you can't find anything interesting that you're the first person who's ever seen it furthermore in Zeos you can fly through your fractals you can introspect the different layers by zooming into the fractal you can zoom in to all of the tiny parts that don't look anything like the original until you zoom into them and then you start to see the self-similarity. Then, (laughs) all of this is because of Benoit Mendelbrot, whose birthday it was today. So, we're going to get out of here in under 30 minutes. 
That's Zeos, Zeos, X-A-O, X-A-O-S. There is no finer fractal program in the world, and if any interested listeners want to know more about it um, in future episodes, I will be happy to discuss it in greater detail and show you some of the things that I've made, some of the things that I've sold. You can also video capture your traversal through the Mandelbrot set. You can also make Newtonian uh, fractals, which are everything else is basically a bastardization of the Mandelbrot set. But we owe it all to Benoit Mandelbrot. And in terms of practical applications, yes. Um, everything from uh, snow patterns in video games to mapping of coastlines uh, in terms of GPS and cartography. All, all of them involve resolution and fractalography. I won't go into more detail than that, but there you go, because we have, we're very short on games this week. Second, I beat Red Dead Redemption 2 this morning. The single player campaign. I want to correct something I said in our full review of it from before. There is a desert area you don't get to really explore. You can explore to your heart's content, but the game basically, if you play the game as the game, it's a great game. The ending is shit. I thought the ending was absolute nasty trash. However, it, it the, the final ending after the there are two epilogues after the what Jokemon Jokemon and I would both agree is the real bulk of the game, the main story, the Arthur Morgan story, which I won't tell you how that ends. Um the actual ending of both of these overlong epilogues. There's two epilogues and they're very long. And the se- and each is kind of more stupid than the one preceding it. It's like they had so much content and they just didn't give a fuck. And so they crammed in the rest of the story kind of it's it's a big I felt super betrayed, but I knew that going in because why? It's a Rockstar game. What does Rockstar do? Rockstar prints its own ticket, makes its own money, and that's all they care about. Overall, 150 hours in this game, amazing. Second corollary to our review of Red Dead Redemption 2. While the ending is not the final, you can't judge this game by its ending you do need to be prepared that the ending sucks. The ending of the epilogues. The ending of the main story I thought was amazing. The ending of the epilogues was nasty trash. As a corollary to our review, I need to further emphasize the lack of stability of this game on Linux. In my experience, I was lucky enough to have PLK455 with me all morning this morning, when I beat the game, it was the second or third longest that the game has ever run without crashing. And it was about four hours. And then it crashed during the closing credits. I didn't get to see all of the closing credits. 
I got to see a lot of them though and they were long and I was very furious at that point anyway because I felt gypped and cheated and manipulated and used and I I did not like the ending at all said Sam I am not on a boat, not on a plane, etc game is fundamentally unstable on Linux at least in my experience longest I've gotten it to run is right around four hours four and a half hours is the longest I've ever gotten it to run while live streaming um, it's a very sloppy, resource intensive, very inefficient very it's but it's so gorgeous and it's such a sweeping, broad blood and thunder epic that it it's like everything that's the best of video games and kind of everything that's the worst of Rockstar um, in terms of their approach to making video games post Grand Theft Auto San Andreas this brings us to our second topic on Google Stadia which will run on it'll run on a boat it'll run on a Windows machine it runs in a browser the game is rock solid and the online play by virtue of this rock solidness even though it does downsample occasionally based off of your internet connection it'll get somewhat more pixelated and less pretty for brief moments sometimes up to like three seconds but they're not unplayable or garbled beyond all recognition they just, it's just noticeable that they're downsampling the game and there's no options to configure the game's display settings when you're running it on Stadia I told you it's going to be shortest episode ever we're too late already because we're already like 23 minutes in and I'm drunk as fuck and you know why? because I got sick on Sunday not COVID but very sick and I did not get out of my hammock I slept for like 120 hours and I haven't slept since because I'm trying to bust out the new website and I'm trying to bust out the lunch sticks on Etsy which we'll talk about more in a few moments but Red Dead Redemption 2 on Stadia if you're going to buy this game and you're going to run it on Linux and you don't have the world's greatest hardware I'm running this on a 1080 Ti and I'm live streaming it through OBS when I don't live stream it it does run better and it does look a mite a mite like as in like a little bit prettier but it's really the performance that is so stellar and the fact that you know that the game is not going to crash on you every second that's what makes the Stadia version of this, if you're going to pay full price for Red Dead Redemption 2 which by the way is a game that no one should miss if you like the Old West, it is a magnificent game which is an achievement in all honesty, like it is a technical and artistic achievement which ultimately at the end Rockstar pisses on because they want to make sure lots of shit I'm not going to reveal anything but the ending is it was just nasty trash stupid asinine Rockstar shit after two fucking epilogues like you can't fucking figure out how to land this shit no, they couldn't. 
but they they stick it in you and you'll say thank you sir but the great genius though is now you can do the online mode online on Linux which I tried way back the first day I booted up the game I haven't spent too much time in it but I do know that online on Linux given the crashiness of its behavior with a 1080 Ti and 96 gigabytes of fucking system RAM and a CPU I bought 18 months ago and a new MOBO that I bought 18 months ago um, if it's this unstable and this inefficient online has got to be a nightmare what do I mean by that? the game is great to get lost in this is hampered by the knowledge that if you don't constantly save it's going to crash and you're going to lose shit I can only imagine that it's twice as bad if you're online playing online, it's like Grand Theft Auto 5 online, but of the West. this is why buying it via Stadia it's the same price, you just don't get the opportunity to return it if you don't like it, but it will run in a browser on your Linux box and the online functionality is rock solid there, it's not cross platform but it is rock solid and it is so big if you like Grand Theft Auto 5 like, go back and listen to our full review of Grand Theft Auto 5 online that's nothing that was after like 8 years of that game being online this game's been out for like 3 years and online is already fucking nuts you get to it's total it's everything you could want and more but I posit only if you're playing it not on Linux specifically if you're playing it on a live stream to you from Google Stadia which is running Linux so you know you don't have to be terrorized by like if you get lost and just like want to just shoot birds and like hunt shit or fish for like three hours while you get stoned or whatever those things are possible running the game on Linux but that nagging thing in the back of your mind that the game is going to crash generally between two hours and above the game is on my system it will crash three times I've gone into last four hours or longer and the longest was four and a half hours so this eats away at you in the background of your mind it, it, it hampers you and eats into the enjoyment of the overall game and online where you can just fucking do whatever the fuck you want become whoever you want to be team up with whatever other players you want to form outlaw gangs rob, steal, bounty hunt fish your eyes out or just fucking go off on your own and just like craft and do whatever the fuck the freedom to get lost in this game is really what makes this game such a magnificent achievement and I retract what I said about the geography because there is armadillo there is a desert area it's not 
as great, and in the story mode, they don't develop any of those areas um, that I could see, and the game suddenly goes from, like, a long leisurely pace to, like, bam, it's over way too quick, which is funny, and kind of apropos, but thematic unity in this sense is not a quality. Now, Many thanks go out to friend of the show Jeff Jeffy Wise, who hit me with the best news, the third best news that I've heard all year yesterday morning from Kotaku. Google Stadia is now rolling out next quarter into iOS devices, including iPhone and I think the iPad. This means that I'll now be able to play Destiny 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, any game that I have on my Stadia account on my iPhone that is what you call a fucking game changer it already works for the most part on even my ancient fucking 8 years old now Surface Pro 4 cause Stadia just runs in your browser man you don't even need to pay for like the Stadia Pro account shit you can just buy the licenses for the games on Stadia and hopefully you'll be able to run them on iOS on any iDevices. I they already run on most Android devices and tablets, which is fucking rad. They, I haven't gotten it to run on a Fire tablet from uh, two years ago, but uh, an Amazon Fire tablet, which ostensibly runs, I think, Android. But whatever. It's good. It looks like it's Stadia is gonna be able to if you, if you like myself prefer to live in a convenient based convenience based world when it comes to uh, essential telecommunications, meaning like phone conversations, world class text messaging, connectivity, and having a computer that would make the nineteen ninety four version of yourself shit its pants because it's a thousand times better than any computer on the face of the planet and it sits in your pocket because it's from the fucking future to wit the iPhone you can now play Destiny 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, other sundry titles on said device coming up next quarter depending on how things shake out that is huge news Also, it is with extreme regret. You thought last week's episode was like hyperbolic with how good I kept saying the sale was and the fucking 10 games that I listed at the prices that I listed? Well, guess what? Last week, I should have bought licenses for Guilty Gear XRD Revelator for everyone I know. It's a big difference. This is why you should listen to me, man. And why I should listen to myself more often. Because like, I seriously should have bought licenses for everyone I know. Guilty Gear XRD Revelator, which is like, oh, it's so good. It's crazy good. Last week, eight bucks. This week, $30. Done. 
Shit, man. That's a long, long way to go. That's I could bought I could have bought fucking five copies of this game for the price of one copy of this game. Now, why do I bring that up? Because, as intimated in last week's episode or previous hinted at in previous episodes, I am launching the lunch sticks on Etsy. Um, we have shipped our first order, actually. Um, it's our 10th stick that we've made. These are world-class arcade, custom-built, custom-designed, custom artwork. In some cases, other other cases, just a simple tin lunchbox. Other cases, more fancy, some more custom than others, but including all I'm rolling out the lunch sticks on Etsy. Right now I'm focusing mainly on uh, MST3K. We got the Side Hackers lunch stick. We got Beastie Yucca Flats lunch stick. And those are eight buttons. These are Sanwa style buttons. Illuminate LED buttons. Um, All handmade. Everything handmade by me. Yours truly they're gonna go for 120 bucks a pop to 150 bucks a pop um and we're rolling I've been fucking dead focused on doing that and rolling out our new website and I lost three fucking days out of this week Sunday to uh Wednesday late night uh from uh so Saturday night at like 11 o'clock at night I spent 15 hours vomiting so hard. I've been sicker in my life, and this was not COVID. I think it was actually it's either either food poisoning or maybe a combination of mild food poisoning and some lead poisoning because my mask broke when I was doing some shit with the, the lunch sticks and there's, you know, lead spray paint. But it very minute, I don't think that was it at all, I think it was just food poisoning, but I puked for 14 hours straight, and I've been sicker than that when I had the norovirus I puked every two minutes for four fucking days, but I was a younger man back then this was horrible it blew out my abdominal muscles to the point where I couldn't, where breathing hurt breathing wasn't that I couldn't breathe, I could breathe fine but breathing hurt like a motherfucker when I had COVID it was the exact opposite, breathing didn't hurt it was just hard to get I was that's what COVID was like so don't get COVID by the way, don't be an idiot put on a fucking mask we're never getting out of this episode are we Ivor, we're just gonna rant and yell at our poor listeners aren't we, Ivor's nodding you're right, Ivor. Cheers, Ivor. He's holding up the whiskey sign. Wrapping the noose around his neck. Cheers. Mm. But, as an old, fat, drunk guy who is very out of shape, 14 hours of constant puking and gagging. 
destroyed my abdominals to the extent that I couldn't get out of the hammock from Sunday at around like 1 o'clock in the afternoon to Wednesday at 8 o'clock at night. I could not get out of my hammock. And I'm a chain smoker and I have a healthy smoker's hack and you know, blah. Um, The mildest cough was agony. It was hardcore hell. And so I lost three fucking days out of the week. So I, I don't have... Our Etsy shop is not up yet, but I do have everything lined up and I am goddamn for fuck's sake sure that by the end of this month, come hell or high water, Jesus Christ, you want to hear the son of God laughing? Just start making plans. We will have bestlinuxgames.com up again and a new rising like a fucking majestic phoenix format that will blow your mind including forms everything galleries everything forms, galleries and all the same RSS feeds and the column, everything will be back and a thousand times better than it was before so that's what happened to me so I can't give you um, a link to the lunch sticks yet but uh, stay tuned join us on the uh, discord channel and uh, oh shit we will hit you with that sweet sweet delicious fucking awesomeness that you crave so desperately and that has plagued me now I am halfway there I'm halfway towards the promised land it's coming lunch sticks will be available as soon as they are available to order through our Etsy, Etsy shop custom stuff is not only not out not only within the you know within our purview it's what we're gonna be doing um certain things cost more than other things but generally speaking 120 bucks gets you a world class 8 button Sanwa LED 8 button plus you know start and select plus joystick you know plus fight fight stick, you know, like a real fight stick you gotta see some of the designs that I've cooked up they're pretty good and then our stock stuff will just go for 120 bucks um I'm trying to reserve as much time and components to be able to fulfill any and all orders by Christmas Hanukkah Christmaka, Festivus whatever the fuck you want to call it buy our shit if us all proceeds of course go to me the Seth Fingers Slim Barkin Booze and Billiards Fund um, for uh, you know the further aggrandizement of awesome fucking gaming 
but nothing is off the table. I made a side hacker stick yesterday that will blow your fucking mind. When you see the fucking thing, you'll be like, wow. Hopefully, Vigilant Viking, who is the only person who's getting one at cost. He's the only one. None of you, no, no one else will get one at cost. Although, some of you, if you ask very nicely, and you're the right person, might get one for free. Um, These are going to be, these are really good. It's, I say that, like, in all humility, you know, I think these are really good. I think these will make a lot of people happy. And they're great for MAME, Neo Geo, for all your emulation, etc, etc, etc. If you ever wanted a world-class fight stick but didn't want to fucking spend the money for an XRK tank stick, that's what these are for. These are basically lunchbox-sized Generally, they're made out of lunch boxes, although I'm making them out of other size boxes now. Two, um, eight button, six to eight button, plus, both plus two, start and select. Um, world class San Juan joysticks that will knock your socks off. I spent my whole life in arcades. I don't think I've ever touched a stick as good as as any of the 10 sticks that I've made and the art is just it's it's a joy to make them and I put you know and I'm willing I, 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 you know, I got all kinds of I'm able to accommodate all kinds of ideas at a reasonable price in a small platform unlike the XRK tank stick my sticks are better than the XRK tank stick by the way I don't include a spinner on yours, but I do on mine. Check out the Discord or just ping me on Twitter at VegasWriter V-E-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R Hit me up with a DM and I will we can talk. We, you know, you want a Godzilla stick? I can make you a Godzilla stick. You want um, Wild Wild World of Batwoman? You want the Death Star? I can make you a Death Star stick. You know, I'm talking about the art. I can do overlays and everything. It's... It is in this time of COVID and just profound misery as we watch democracy get eroded from underneath us and we're so isolated from each other by virtue of the fucking pandemic that is killing 2,000 of us every day. It's September 11th every 18 hours. I mean, it's it's crushing. And the, the depression and the despair for these last three weeks has been probably uh, for me, it's been as bad as any any period over the last five years in all honesty. I mean, so making these sticks is so great because I know that, well, I send them off in the earnest hope that they will bring as much delight 
and joy and and freedom. Because, like, the, these sticks, they don't just have to be... If you're not into fighting games, it doesn't matter. You can remap the buttons. These sticks are fantastic for emulation. And when I get to... I get to, you know, insert a little bit of myself. That's what I'm, I'm always about, inserting a little bit of myself into everything I do. You know, I mean that purely in a... Hell, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In a purely sexual way, um, I get to you know insert a little bit of creativity, and it's a collaborative process. Um, and they're done quick, and they ship, and it's it's very fulfilling. It's very fulfilling, and I I hope it in in these especially in this time of like where we can't see one another I Thanksgiving is my favorite fucking holiday it literally it's the only holiday I like literally it's the only holiday I hate Halloween I hate Christmas Christmas what's Christmas Christmas is I'm gonna get guilted by people who I have to try to out guilt with you know, it's fucking, it's all fucked up commercialized madness. Thanksgiving, you just show up. And this year, it's a difficult thing to ask, especially after all of these months. With no hope in sight of any of this ending, it's a difficult thing to ask. But don't show up this year. Thanksgiving alone. And so what's better for Thanksgiving alone? What's better for Christmas alone? Playing sweet, sweet emulated games on the most glorious stick you can imagine. I'm not trying to give you the hard sell here. I'm just trying to tell you what gets me through my day. And that's our show this week. Holy shit, that was 46 minutes of sheer ranting madness. Oh yeah, we had a new and noteworthy, but it doesn't matter. It's Shem, Shemu uh, 3, which everyone says is nasty trash. I only played the first one because uh, the Dreamcast, don't get me started. Do not get me started. Only Shemu 2 came out in Japan only, if I remember correctly. Shemu 3 is out now at 66% off at $16.99 down from $49.99 the offer ends November 25th everyone fucking hates it but it does run on Linux um but yeah join us on the discord and if you have ever wanted A, 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 a world class arcade stick for emulation and stuff that you could literally just put on a shelf and instantly you know, bam, six foot six foot extension cord off the USB it only takes one USB connection bam all of it is recognized furthermore all of it is remappable at the hardware level, say nothing of the software level. 
if you want to rewire the buttons, all quick disconnects, generally speaking. That's a big asterisk because personally, there's nothing that I hate more than doing quick disconnect, daisy chains, 26 AWG fucking wire. It takes three hours to make both daisy chains for the voltage and for the ground with uh with uh 10 to you know 14 15 connect anyway and I love these sticks I like making these sticks and I can make you whatever you want within reason and we can work on it but the art that I can put on it oh sky's the limit so sorry I'm crying now not stoned not even really that drunk it's just so depressing see democracy under threat and I know I feel everyone's pain I know I mean it's the greatest thing about Thanksgiving is like even if you hate everyone there all you have to do is show up it's 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 the it's the only real holiday and all I'm asking everybody to do this year is to not show up and it seems so hard cause I don't know, just speaking for myself, I haven't been in public. I haven't been to a bar in a year. And you have no idea what that, that, that's crazy. If you told me 18 months ago that I would still be living in Vegas and would not have been to a bar for a year, first thought would be, what, did the world end? I know that we're, and everyone is struggling. Anyway. Lunch sticks. Lunch sticks. God damn it. It's the way forward. And stay the fuck home. Stay the fuck home. And wherever you go, wear a fucking mask. It's not that hard to do. So that's our episode this week. Um, will will I do another show before? No. So this is our happy Thanksgiving episode. It's not a happy Thanksgiving this year. But we are... God damn it, you know, be patriotic. Wear a fucking mask and stay the fuck home. Do not gather together for Thanksgiving. Join us on the Discord. I'll be there all night. I love Thanksgiving. It's the best, it's the only real holiday that we have in America, I think. Christmas is bought out. Same thing with Hanukkah. Hanukkah was launched to get the fucking 0.3% 
of Americans who weren't Christian to fucking buy more shit. Hanukkah isn't even a real... Although, I, 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 I do both. I do Christmas and Hanukkah. Don't do Christmas or Hanukkah. Don't do Thanksgiving. We will get through this together. That's that's all I gotta say. Not the shortest episode ever, was it? God damn it, Ivor, you're fired! Check back next week. Have a happy and have a have an unhappy. God damn it, we are strong enough. I saw this thing on the news. This family. This family over the last three weeks, they lost 10 people in their family to COVID. Shit is real, motherfuckers. Wear a mask. Do not have Thanksgiving this year. Have it with everyone else on the internet. It's it's the only way. And then next year, we're going to have the best Thanksgiving ever. I mean it. God damn it. You'll be whistling zippity doo to out of your fucking assholes. Ivor, roll the credits. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there, I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.